Okay. All right. So it's episode one. Episode one. You, you ready? You hype? I'm I'm good. <laughs> Why do you you about to make this weird? Like a mug podcast. I'm Erica. I'm Ron. And we married like a mug. Married like a mug. Oh no, no cursing. You can curse if you want. Mother, mother. Married like a motherfucker. No, that's that's right, not the much. name of the podcast. Oh, I was just trying to put some. All right, good. <laughs> so, for those of you that are tuning in, um, welcome. This this is Married Like a Mug. It's our show. And we just want to share all things millennial marriage. We're not telling people how to have a great marriage. I might. I'm. I got the the manual. You don't know nah, shit. Nah, 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 we don't know shit. Nah, we're not trying to um tell nobody how to or what to or none of that. We just want y'all to kind of take in what we tell y'all and, you know, apply it to your life if you want or just, you know, you can reflect. But, you know, we just wanted to give you a piece of us in our five years of marriage, you know, what we learned. I can't believe learn. it's been five years already. Yeah, that's did, wild. Did it go by fast for you? Yes. Um, Time you flies. Know, you know, we're supposed to stay on task. But anyway, you know what? <laughs> the thing that, that, that it's, it flew by, but it's, it's the kids. Yeah. Looking at the kids, like, they be, it's crazy. It's like Kai was just a baby. Yeah, and we just had found out about Madison. But before we jump into that. No fault. No fault. <laughs> sometimes you just get into it. Okay, sometimes you just get in the zone. Oh, you don't, don't. Because <laughs> I'm going to sing the O'Reilly song, and then we're going to be off task again. Let's focus. Let's focus. But you guys are tuning in, and. For those of you who don't know us and you happen to stumble upon uh, this podcast by chance. They know me. Don't nobody know you. Thank you for listening. Um, but just to introduce myself, I'm Erica. I am the owner of Her Life Coaching LLC. I'm also the host of Her Damn Podcast and co-founder of Hype Her. Okay. Um, I'm Rome. I am a great father. Yes, you are. At least that's that's what I like. That's my my biggest thing I like to brag about. <laughs> but I'm also um, owner of the Shorty Group Photography. Um, I'm in the real estate. I also am in the process of running a YouTube channel. I got a lot of things going on. So I'm Cowboys to fan talk. Yeah, Cowboys fan talk. You know, if y'all bored and you hate the Cowboys or you like the Cowboys, go check it out. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I just wanted, you know, shameless plug. Um, yeah, I, I think the thing I pride myself on, and the thing that represents me the most is I'm a um, great, great father and husband. So, yeah, you know, you are, you are a really good dad. You're a great dad. Um, you know, just to kind of give you guys the backdrop, um, you know, I, I, I kind of slid in, in Rome's DMs a little bit. I oh. am the reason. No. For the season. No, no. You talking about when we met on Christian Mingle? We never, we never had a Christian Mingle account. We did not meet on Christian yes, Mingle. We no, we yes, did not. We did. It was on Facebook. He slid in my Christian Mingle DMs and was like, "You going to Bible study?" And I was like, "I might." <laughs> I might. 
And then she was like, okay. Don't let wrong fool y'all. Okay? Nah, um, we met on Facebook. Um, yeah, we met on Facebook. And um, contrary to popular belief, he started hollering at me. I bagged him, y'all. No, nah, I, I got him. You ain't, ain't no got groceries. him. Ain't no groceries or <laughs> I bagged, you, bagged him like groceries. What happened was she was on my wall heavy, clocking me. Yo, you trying to make it seem like no, I was a thirst bucket. No, no, I was not. No, no, no. What happened was we started flirting back when it was, I think it was the wall days for real. Yeah, like on pictures. I don't even know if DMs was out. No, D- DMs, I don't think DMs we were We had to thing. flirt out in the open. So y'all ain't even ready for that. Y'all, we y'all, had to flirt in the comments. You had to flirt out in the open and just deal with whoever seen it. Like that sound old. Uh, yeah. Back in our day, we flirted in the comments. I, I'm, look, I'm old. You seasoned, but I'm like, when well, you left the greens on too long. He's <laughs> <laughs> just two years older than me. Nah, just, it's cool. It. I was flirting with him. I thought he was cute. First off, I hit him with like the old faithful. I was like, yo, I think I know you from somewhere. I did. And our well, school- the, the irony was we, we did though, because... We apparently, since we've been together, we've noticed that we were in a lot of parties and a lot of events together, you know, so it's yeah. crazy because I used to, you know, when I first crossed, uh, member of Omega Sapphire, I ain't run that down earlier, um, I used to be on our campus all the time and I'm, I'm pretty sure we crossed paths mad times, it's just ironic because we know a lot of the same people, Yeah, I don't know how it happened that we didn't meet in person and we met online, which is crazy, Yeah, but you know, that's the way the world works. You looked familiar. And because I was the queen of the cues on my campus, shout out to Nusa. Um Hold on, you gotta break that. Hold on. She was she was cool with the cues. I that, was the queen but you, that year. Because uh, people be getting stuff misconstrued. Okay, right. Yes. <laughs> okay. It was just, a it was a pageant and I won. I How was that? Is that is that better? Um but yeah, I, he looked familiar. So I, I hit him with the old faithful, yo, I think I know you from somewhere. And we just started talking. And so. Oh, that was your game? Oh, excuse me? That's what you used to say to dudes? No. That's what I said to you because you were special. Okay, and they changed it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Okay. But we definitely did meet on Facebook in 2008. So, you know, shout out to Facebook and shit. Nah, nah, seriously. I appreciate the fact that as much as people you you've seen those stories you've seen that I think it's a meme or something like um, where people say what is it like I um, responded to his DM and now they getting married and all that extra stuff yeah it yeah. wasn't exactly like that by no means but it's crazy sometimes people will you know ignore their blessing because they think that the circumstance doesn't make sense yeah all I'm telling you is if your blessing is in front of you and the feeling is right don't ignore that blessing. Yeah, I I will say this and what I love about how we met and our marriage, even our wedding, it it is not traditional um, (laughs) by any means. In fact, hold on. Shout out to J. Chris events because I I gave Joni a headache. She's the owner of uh, J. Chris events. Y'all make sure y'all follow her Mm -hmm. um, on Instagram. But I, I think we gave her a heart attack because... She was like, okay, well, you guys you guys have to have a program. And we were like, nah, yeah. we don't want that. We got married at the Air and Space Museum. In that wasn't theater. traditional. We got married in a movie theater. That definitely wasn't traditional. Um, it was flat though. It was dope. But I, I think 
If anyone came to our wedding, Flato, yeah, yeah. you see what I did. I, I see what you did there. I'll, I'll break um, that down in a minute. Um, <laughs> it looked like us, and I think that's one thing that I love about who we are as as a married couple is we're not out here trying to be like everybody else. We want to do something that's true to us. So nobody could come to our wedding and say, "Oh, you know, it looks it looked like every other wedding I've seen." Well, I, I think- feel like people that came that that knew us and that were there. They came to our wedding and they said, you know what? This looks like them. And I think that's what but your wedding should be. Anybody that knows us, if you know us personally or you're going to get to know us um, through this podcast, you'll know that we walk to the beat of our own drum. We don't do mm-hmm. things like most people. So, you know, most people get married in a church. We got married in a air and space museum. Yeah. Most people wouldn't drop everything and move to another state. After yeah. They built their whole network and friend foundation in one area, we just dropped and moved. And not because of any job or anything. Yeah. We just had a conversation one day and said, yo, let's move to Charlotte. Yeah. And we just moved to Charlotte. That's how we just follow our, follow the vibe, follow our, you know, the energy. Yeah. And that's usually how I move. But I do want to circle back to one thing. Right. Um, with when, <laughs> with us first meeting. Um, what? I think, look, no, it's not even, it's nothing crazy. I think, that we should share with them that the thing that bonded us and why we got married in the Air and Space Museum was airplanes. Yes. And I know it, that sounds like, what are you talking about, airplanes? Yeah. It was a flirting thing that for some odd reason, and I, and I, I would have to go back and look how it came about or who brought it up first. We started calling each other um, co-pilots. Yeah. And that was our flirt, like, like our secret language, like how we would talk to each other. So everything would be referencing back to Yo, Kopi. Yeah. Is you good, Kopi? And we would just flirt like that for years. On year, even when we stopped talking, because our first bout of relationship, it was it was a little, a little bit shorter than I wanted it to be. Yeah. I w- I was ready to get married, but she. Ain't. Oh my god! <laughs> you know when you want to know something really um really cool? What? We got married September twelfth, two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm. So I just was prompted to open up our Facebook Messenger because Facebook Messenger doesn't delete. Yeah. Our first interaction in Facebook Messenger was on September 17th, 2008. You sent the first message. You said, I hope you're okay, sweetie. Wow, that was how I came through? Yeah. That's, with the sweetie? You can't, he came through with the sweetie, y'all. It was I misspelled, wonder, but it was cute. I'm about to go through that. Oh, <laughs> we got to... But uh, no, oh, I bet I do, you I had the young game. I do remember this. <laughs> I do remember this. Back then, I started. So I begged you. You tried it. Back then, I started a company called OD Fly Entertainment, and it was going to be an all female promotional company. It was supposed to be an all female Fly so uh, promotion company, and he came through and and he was like, "Yo, Miss OD Fly." Um, you you should come fly with me, and I was like, "How?" I think how I said, "Can I gonna... you be my co-pilot?" Yo, I was all right. <sighs> <laughs> that's, that's how no. you got enough. Out, like some hogging dogs. Enough, enough. <laughs> and my response was, "How you gonna fly with me? And you don't have your frequent flyer miles." That oh yeah. And I gave you my I gave you my phone number. That's how you. Yeah, you, <laughs> you thought you was clever. But that is I how that, fly if anyone bit. that's known us, and if you ever wondered, now we're going to just give you the secret. Um, 
that's where the old Kopee thing came from. And because of the pilot and, and the airplane's connection, we decided to get married in the Virginia Air and Space Museum because it, it, it brought it all full circle. So I think that's pretty dope. You know what I, I really want to ask is, you know, obviously you're, you're a married man yeah, to man. me and you're, you're a great father. But um, before we got married, what, what did you think marriage was or what was your idea? Well, marriage, let me say, marriage to me was always something I knew I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to get married from when I was young. I know that sounds weird for a young man, but my parents stayed together until my father passed in mm-hmm. 02. Um, and it was just something that I knew I wanted to get to. Um, of course, it was just it was going to take the right lady. But I also had a standard of marriage that I had seen. Um, mm-hmm. That I, I, if someone didn't meet that, that wouldn't probably be considered at the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was young in, in, in mindset. But it's just, I feel like you grow up, you see marriage is something that you either... You get you get your notion about marriage from what you see and feel. Mm-hmm. So if you grow up where it's not a serious thing, and a lot of people don't really make it that serious, or that it's not con- like something that they're concerned with, mm-hmm. you kind of treat marriage like it's not that big a deal. But if you grow up like I did, where it was a way of life that was, you know, my mom and dad stayed married through thick thin. I saw <laughs> arguments and all kinds of different things. Yeah. And, you know, through the hard times and good times. And it's just like, you know, I hate to sound like a after school special. I just, you know, it really gave me a good view on how and what I wanted when I got older. And hence mm-hmm. why I'm not, this isn't about too long. This is why I put so much effort in to trying to be a good husband and a good father because, yeah. That's what I saw. Perfect by no means. Yeah. Let's not get that confused. Not, not at no- all. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't trip. Cause right. Because marriage is um, it's, it's well worth its, its trials and tribulations. It's not easy. So, and I'm not the perfect anything. I just I just work hard at it. Anything you put effort into, you're going to get back out of it. You know, but what did you, I mean, what, what, how you feel about marriage when you was, you know, back then walking through state? I always, so here's, before that. <laughs> it, it's two ends of the spectrum. In college, you know, of course, I, I wanted to be married. I wanted a family. I, I would think that almost every girl wants that, right? And then I think life hardened me a little bit once I graduated from college because, you know, Zeus won't shit. I mean, <laughs> but if you think about it, who who really has it all together once you graduate from college? So people married and ain't got it together. We're it, gonna get into we that. That's, that's, that's another a topic episode. for another day. <laughs> but I think in my mind, you know, I'm I'm the only girl, so I was just like, I'm gonna let my brothers have all the kids, and I'm cool with you know just being the cool aunt. I, I coined it. <laughs> I'm going to be the rich auntie, you know, because you got to speak things into existence. That's also another topic for another day. But I was like, I'm going to be the rich auntie. I'm going to let my brothers have all the kids and I'm going to be the one that spoil, you know, my niece and my nephew or nieces and nephews or whatever. But um, I, 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 I've seen longevity in marriages. You know, my grandparents were together for over 40 years. It may be over 50 years. Um. I gotta I gotta check my math on that, but 
I saw longevity with their marriage and, and they've been together. My grandfather passed um, last April. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, then I, I've seen the not so pretty side of of marriage where I looked at it and said, you know, I don't want those kind of things for my marriage. You know, just like you mentioned the arguments and, yeah. you know, just just I mean, stuff. Even with that, I mean, like like when you say what you don't what you the things you don't want with marriage. You know, it makes me think about the type of stuff that I've, that this five years of marriage has taught me, you know, mm. um, I think marriage should teach you first and foremost that it ain't about you. Yes. It ain't, that it part. ain't about, well, like, and it, you want me to say what it is. It is everything. It's all encompassing. Yeah. It ain't about you. And don't let me get Put into it. Put it on a shirt. No, I'm just saying it. It, don't let me get into the, the when the children show up. It really ain't about you. That's the that's the yeah. that's the next shirt I'm gonna drop. Right, right, <laughs> but right. It's not about you, and and that's not a negative. Yeah, that's people's problem. You know, they get into a marriage or a relationship, and they like they set these. It's not about setting not setting standards. That's a whole nother conversation. I'm saying people can't be selfless. They can't live for another person, mm. and that's what marriage is all about. Yeah. You, you have to be able to live yeah. with someone else. So it's not about you. It's not negative. It's just you have to realize sometimes it's not about you. It's about caring for your wife, paying attention to what she wants and needs, et cetera. And I'm sure it's vice versa. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, it has to be, though. Because if you were on, if, if wedding, if or wedding, if marriage was a, what, what is it, what's that thing, a seesaw? Yeah. You know, if you lean too far one way, it don't work. Right, right. You know, it has to be symmetry. Speak, speaking of that symmetry, I mean, that portion, I love that it, it's not about you. And on, on the other side of that, it's, you know, some things are about you. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and this is what I mean by that. I mean, um, I'll, I'll take myself. Um, right now, I'm in this space where bettering me means bettering the experience for you and our children. It's kind of like, you know what? It's kind of like, I hate to, I know everyone's goals who got a crazy family, Will Smith and Jada. But mm. the one thing I heard Will Smith say that was real profound was, when he, what did he say? He said, um, I'm not responsible for making you happy. Yeah. We and had a conversation about that, that a while ago. I know too. that sounds deep. Like, what do you mean? Yeah. You know, but... It, it's true. If I have to be the only thing that generates your happiness, this ain't gonna work. Your happiness cannot be tied to, contingent upon anybody else. But see, that's an easy thing to fall into. You know, you want your mate to make you happy, but you it's it's a fine line between they're the reason you're happy, mm-hmm. or they make you happy. Well, the the people that. They, they talk about marriage and they say, you know, marriage is 50-50. And that's not the case <laughs> at all. Marriage is 100-100. Marriage is 35,000. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, here, yeah, but here's the thing. And, and I say that because a lot of people look at it as, you know, oh, you complete me. Your husband or your wife is supposed to complete you. When in reality, you are a whole being. Yeah. Building a life with another whole being acting as one. But that's when it get good, though, when you learn how to do that. Yeah, and don't and we have not all the way mastered it, but I damn sure think that at five years, we're doing a lot better September 2020 than we 
have done September 2015. Hey, listen, let's just, I'm going to be transparent a little bit. When you first get married, it's going to get rocky. I don't know what the rockiness is going to be, yeah. but it's going to get rocky. Yeah. Are you willing to stick out that, 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 like I said, those trials and tribulations? Right. Because it's worth it. It is. Like I said, I don't know what it is. Everybody has their own trials and tribs or things that just, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what, I think that's one of the things that marriage has taught me in the last five years. Did, did I get on your nerves? Nah, see, I learned that early. That what was before fuck? my fault. <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> nah, I think it's taught me that, um, you know, what did they say? The juice is worth the squeeze. It's worth working towards something. Because it gets so much better when you put that effort in. I got a close friend. I won't say who he is, but we've had talks about this. And he came to me like, yo, man, you you, you told me similar before. And I put all my effort into, you know, this someone. And it's been reaping benefits. Like, I can't believe, you know. And it was real to have a, a you know, grown men don't have them conversations. Yeah. But it was just real to hear him say that. And it just made me realize I wasn't really giving him advice from a pedestal. I was just kind of speaking from the heart like, yo. Because I've, you know, me and you have, we've, we've braved some storms. And I'm talking about like just, you know, it can be anything from financial to just trying to get your work schedules to rock. You know, yeah. people just get, or, or or the good old, let's get a joint account. Y'all, good luck with that, y'all. <laughs> that is fun. That's, that's some of the funnest stuff you ever going to do. Yeah. <laughs> I, and look, that's, we're definitely going to save that as a topic because no. I know a lot of people have. <laughs> They're different. Um, I mean, th- this is the reason why we we have this podcast because I think people try to make marriage cookie cutter, and it's not. No. We just want to have a platform to share our truth, share what we learn, and hope that you picking up what we putting down. So like what? It, what? It, what it, I'm sorry. I, I I know I stepped on you. What you were gonna say? What is marriage taught you though? Oh, so what I was gonna say was um not like I'm in a space now where I understand that I'm in control of the experience that my family has Mm -hmm. so for me I want to make sure that I'm at I as a person not as Erica the wife or Erica the mom just Erica Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that I'm in alignment Mind, body, soul. You know, I've I've been committing to working out five to six times a week. I've been I've I've been trying to to make sure that I eat right. Listen, I just had some pizza before this podcast, but it's balanced. This morning I had carrots and chicken. That's my fault. I'm the bad influence. No, you're fine. You're fine. But it it's balanced. I think because I'm cognizant of most people aren't cognizant of the things that they're putting in their body and the way that they come off. Um, another transparent moment. So I I didn't realize that I was suffering from a case of resting bitch face. Listen, and I didn't. No, what it's called is confuse your husband face. No, it's not like I don't know what my I don't walk around with a mirror every day in my pocket I, just I looking one. at my face. Shut I got up. One. <laughs> so <laughs> you know I I have to be cognizant of that stuff and sidebar. Fellas, don't never just, if your wife says, I don't know what my face look like, don't offer to show her in the mirror. That's a, that's an expert tip. That's a, that's an instant fight. 
Leave it alone. <laughs> he really tried. He tried it. <laughs> like he got don't, real smart with me. Like he really, really tried it. So don't offer it. What? They don't want. They don't want that offer. Yeah. No. 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 They really, really tried it, but. I will say that that marriage has taught me to be cognizant. It's taught me to be healthy, um, especially now in this day and age where we're still in a global pandemic. Um, I want to be better for y'all. Y'all deserve a mom that's happy. Um, you deserve a wife that's happy and whole. And well, let me tell you, you're an amazing sexy. mom. And, first of all, don't because I'll turn the podcast off. <laughs> <laughs> So he can make a uh, yeah. hey, chill out. <laughs> make this a five piece. Yo, I'm done. I'm <laughs> now, done. Um, you know what? To um, you're an amazing mom. First and foremost, I just wanted you to know that. You, babe. Um, and a great wife. But um, I do want to say, you know, one of the biggest things that marriage has taught me about me is that, you know, I'm a resilient person. You know, I think we're both resilient, but I think what you think of yourself as far as being resilient when you're single is so different than yeah. when you're caring for someone else. Absolutely. You know, um, you, 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 until you face a crisis, like, you know, and you really get that, that time to, to show or have that feeling of why you're living for someone else. Mm-hmm. Like when you had that allergic reaction, not the one recently. This is before we got He's engaged. Telling all my HIPAA information, like who Listen, told you? No, so we had. She had an allergic reaction way back in the day. Um, we were still dating. We had. We had. Re, this was the rehash. This was the um, part. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> when we got back together, and um, it was one of those nights where she went off the grid, and I was freaking out. And um, you know, like a, like a hype beast, I'm texting her a lot. I ain't get no response. You know, so I'm confused. Like, oh, that's what we doing? It was like a Friday night. And then I had one of our close friends, um, who is one of my really close friends now, um, Robin. I think it's Robin that hit mm-hmm. me up and let me know, Erica's in the hospital. And I was like, what happened? And then basically, long story less long, um, Erica had an ama- uh, uh, a pretty bad allergic reaction and looked like the dude from... Um, Yo, don't try to clown me. Nah, she... <laughs> don't... First and foremost, don't try to clown me. Nah, all right, my fault. I was trying to be serious. But listen, that was one of the first moments I knew that, like, how much I, I had love for you, you know? I think that was... I knew I loved you before that, like, but it was more... I think we loved each other on a friend level. Because I thought I had lost her, y'all. She had, you know, had my, my daughter... Um, Kai, she's my stepdaughter, but that's my daughter. Let's let's make that clear. Mm-hmm. I thought I had lost E because she you know she, she had another relationship. She had a baby, you know. So my love for her moved into the friend zone. But when I got a chance to get back with her, and then this moment happened, and I thought I might lose her, that feeling I can't really explain verbally. Mm-hmm. But I knew then that you know I think I need to put a ring on her finger. That was one of the first instances of just like a. A feeling you can't really explain. Like, I can spend the rest of my life. I don't want to not spend the rest of my life with her. And that, that's where I think that came from. Mm-hmm. You know, it was early in the game. I don't even think he was, you was just, you know, mad at the Chinese food restaurant at the time. I don't think he was thinking about it. They tried me. to take a thug out, y'all. I'm, I got a peanut allergy. And <laughs> tried to take a thug off the grid. I got shit to do, you know? 
that I don't think you was thinking about. I me didn't know that in the hospital. Well, you know, sometimes you gotta debut it on the cast. <laughs> He's trying to get a son. Um, <laughs> no, but I mean, I I think about that. That that's kind of like what the conversation I was trying. Well, not trying to. We did broach the conversation about, you know, loving a black man is scary. You know, I yeah. I think about every time you leave this house. You know, it's one traffic stop away from, you know, something bad happening. And it's so sad. I didn't get that when you used to say that. I got it because it's not that it's not a non-understanding. I just, as black men, sometimes we feel fearless. We feel like, you know, I got this. There's a whole lot of I got this. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. But in light of recent events, man, George Floyd, rest in peace, um, and things that... It's like when you, it's like that break glass moment. Yeah. And I've had numerous break glass, break glass moments over the last, what, since, since that. Yeah. To where you're just, your, your senses are heightened and I understand how you feel. Like, you know, it's just, it's just crazy. So Mm -hmm. I understand how you feel when I leave the house. Um, you know, I told you I got pulled about a month and a half ago for some routine and it, it freaked you out. And it's sad. That's where we at. So I understand why that makes you feel like that and everything. It's one of those things where I, I'm cognizant of that. I've I've started to do better with that, you know. Um, but let me. Would you Would you change anything about like, like if you go back over the last five years, what would you Would you Would you you want me to read my list out? No, I'm joking. No, I'm joking. See, no, that's foul. This is probably a list. No, it's not a list. It's... You want me to be light skinned? What you want? <laughs> no. <laughs> I like the cheap chocolate. Oh, hold on. A little hot chocolate. Chill out. Cute. <laughs> no. No, I, I honestly wouldn't change anything. I, I feel like um, I have complete trust in God and the ancestors and spirit that how things have transpired between us um, was preordained. It was, uh, there's a reason why everything happened the way that, that it did. Because again, it's not about us. There's a there's a bigger plan. There is. Um, yeah, that's, a, that's the thing you ask yourself when things happen. Like, yeah. Because you're like, why? Because some stuff don't make sense. At the time. And yeah. it still might not make sense, but it's one of those things where you just, if you give it time and patience, like you were saying, mm-hmm. it can make sense more. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I wouldn't think I would change. I wouldn't change anything about our relationship at all. Um, I think I would change some stuff about me, but I guess that's not what this is about. That's not the question. Um about our marriage. About our marriage? No, I wouldn't change anything. I'm really trying to give it some thought. No. I, I think the the biggest thing, um, again, that I love is that it ain't going to be perfect. Well, let me say this to that. And that's the, that's the beautiful thing about we're not striving for perfection. We're, we're striving for progression. Yeah. It's not that I... The reason Put it on why I gave shirt. it so much deep, <laughs> yeah, you trying to get <laughs> Put it money. on the shirt. The reason why I took so much time to think about that is not. I wanted to give it to give that some serious thought. Like, what would I change if I could change anything? You know, because mm-hmm. that's a real thing. I would say this. That's a five year marriage response. 
you know, one or two years in their marriage and probably be like, yeah, I changed some stuff. I changed this because I ain't like the way this went. Not change that because you just you young in the marriage and stuff that aggravated you like I don't want to deal with this. It's it's literally just the wisdom you get from the elongated time you've been together, where you understand no. If I did change that, it's like chess. Yeah. If I did change that and that, I wouldn't have made been able to make that move. Yeah. So now that we're five years in, you see like as aggravating as some things may have been, or you know, yeah. it's like no. Our connection is so much deeper because of. Mm-hmm. And if we go back and was like, okay, now nah, it's perfect. Maybe it looks perfect, but our connection ain't as deep. So that's why I had to get at some thought because I think, you know, first, it, it's human nature. Yeah. You know, if I could give you a magic wand and go change everything, would you do it? You know, some people are like, yeah, my professional career, I'll change this. Mm-hmm. You know, but with the marriage, no, because I like the space that we're in. Yeah. You know, um, because we're both in a space where we're working on us and we're growing as individuals, which is making us grow together better. There's a lot of people this year that are getting married. Um, granted, I know the pandemic is what it is, but... I got respect for y'all, too. Yeah, that's, it, it, that is a lot to deal with. But I will say this, something that I noticed. This is forcing a lot of couples to focus on what's really important and that's the love you know when you take (laughs) I, I I will say that I have been enjoying watching the pivot of couples that have these lavish plans and then like they're getting married in the comfort of their own backyard I don't know how hard that is that's crazy I mean this is just kind of what we're up against you know me you know how I how frugal I am you know how aggravated I've been if we like lost a venue because of COVID. Yo, first of all, do you know your wife? We getting that money back. Yeah, but I'm, I'm threatening people. I do respect those people because it's stre- it's stressful thinking about it. Yeah, you know, it's just it's it's real out here. Weddings period are very stressful, and they people will fill your heads with, "Oh, this is such a happy time," and you're like. <laughs> They're going to be like, yo, they just said marriage stressful, wedding stressful. I'm about but you to, know what? The, the world is stressful. But you about to break up? After this. No, they're not. Well, I don't know. They might, depending on who they have. But but I think that's this is proving our point. The world is stressful. Weddings are stressful. A lot of stressful things can happen. But when you go through it with the right person, you know, it's like, you know, there's... There's no one that I'd rather go through this with. No, I wouldn't rather go through it with no one else neither. But, you know, thinking of, to pivot off of, not to pivot, but to kind of um, add on to, you know, people just <laughs> hearing the negativity. So probably sometimes like, what the, what's the point? You know, yeah. why do you think people are so negative about marriage? Cause like, they, cause, don't, they don't know themselves. Because you'll see, I know what I grew up with, so I, I might have the, the fake fairy tale mindset of marriage. You know, before I got married, thought about getting married, etc. Mm-hmm. But I just it seems like maybe it's, it's black culture or anything. I know we we see a lot of marriages happening. Yeah. But we're also, I feel like, what you're seeing and what we see is the exception. We are the cream rising to the top of our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, we a lot of our friends and people that we interact with are I would I would consider ourselves like the cream with it, like not to toot our own horn, but a lot of people that we interact with, 
it seems like it's everyone, but it's just because you 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 try to be around and you know you seek out like minded people. Mm-hmm. So you find even with your social media, you kind of if you look through, you kind of start to see that's who you want to be around. That it's either who you want to be like, who you want to be like. They're similar to you, so it does seem like everyone's getting married. But the mm-hmm. truth, the truth of the matter is, a lot of people in like the black culture and society don't put as much as much onus on marriage like it being a good thing because yeah. i see all this like when you i know i'm guilty look man i'll be i'm in the shade room it happens listen mm. it happens i'll be on the site sometimes i see yeah. the comments i see how people look at relationships yeah it's just so touch and go it's like you know ladies and guys have evened out like it's nothing's taboo You'll yeah. see girls out here like they players. They 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 call dudes. That's my joint. Like I got you know, and it's just kind of like when if that's your foundation. By the time you think about marriage, it's kind of like even if you did meet somebody and marry them, it's so easy to hit that switch. You don't have any type of um tolerance for anything. Well, I think it's a, it's a couple of different factors that go into that. In one piece, it's you mirror what you've seen all through life you know if you haven't seen a successful marriage it's hard to believe in a successful marriage um on on the flip side of that there are relationship right and and on the flip side of that is that there are people that are still trying to discover themselves now we've already touched on the fact that marriage is not a selfish act you are <clears throat> you are taking care of another person. You are uh, worried about, you know, building your family. So you're worried about someone other than yourself. When you're still figuring you out, and I'm not saying that you have to have kids or anything to figure yourself out, but there is a level of self-awareness that has to happen with you before you take that step. And yeah. I think, and, and again, that's why I'm seeing a lot of, of social media pages like millennial marriage, you yeah. know, black millennial love and black love and what's that group know, on Facebook? What group? Um, it might be just called Black Marriage. I ain't trying to sound stupid. Oh yeah, like the Black Marriage. Group. I like the look. I like to see like-minded people. You know, even when it be small, disgruntled things or just happiness or seeing how people give it up with their significant other. Yeah. You know, I'm into that. This whole concept of finding people that are like-minded. Um, the biggest thing is if you respect my marriage, if you respect my relationship, if you respect what I have going on, um, as my friend, you you should respect that I'm engaged, respect that I'm married, respect that I'm in a relationship. However, there are friends that ain't shit and they need you know, you need to act accordingly. But, um, you know, I, I think it, it's a it's a step in the right direction to make sure that you are building a village that respects what you are trying to build with your significant other um, because times will get rough. Things will get rocky. And you want to be able to lean on friends that can talk to you that can offer advice, offer prayer, mm-hmm. offer support. Um, Cause that's a big part. It's that a very a really big, big part. part. Um, you know, I w- when we sat down <laughs> to, to do this, I didn't know 
Like I was, I told you I was nervous. I was like, yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna say, or how we gonna interact. You did good. You know, but I loved it. <laughs> you give me a little pat back. You alright? <laughs> nah. Um, I just, you know, it's hard to basically just be like, I'm gonna open up to some people about what's going on with us, strangers. Yeah. You know? So as easy as it sounds, like let's do a podcast and we got a cool little picture, you know, and all that. Then you be like, oh, we gotta actually record that and talk about us. Yeah. You be like. Do I want to, you know, because, yeah. I mean, a lot of people are private, so that's why this type of a podcast would be like, yo, I'm talking about something else. <laughs> you know, when I do my little football channel thing, I'm just talking sports. This is like a little intimate. So yeah. I didn't know how I was going to feel about it, you know, but I, 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 I kind of like this, you know. I do too. I, I even learned something today. Um, it's episode one and I'm, I'm, I'm learning about you <laughs> and yeah. us. I like I like you, kid. Uh, all right, you know you all right. You know, you're all right. I, I ain't like gonna you. say what I was. I was gonna take it somewhere else. See what I'm saying? <laughs> we gotta wrap this up because no. Rome about to be in here trying to have me barefoot and pregnant. Y'all. So look, I can't we have gonna it. um we gonna go ahead and go to the bedroom. And okay, then, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> on, a, on a serious tip. Sorry, Dad. I know you're listening. <laughs> oh snap! Parents, all right, nah. We got to go back to Bible Read study. Bible, Bible study. Read you. our Bible. Christian mingle. <laughs> But I told you, see, it's all full circle. See how I, I laid it out like that? Foundation. Um, nah, but on a serious tip, though, um, I pre- anybody that tuned in today, I appreciate it. Yeah. I do. And um, we going we gonna to get better at this, you know. So if it's choppy, then y'all just deal with it. <laughs> You'll tune in for episode two. <laughs> but I do want to say I love you. I love you, too. Happy fifth anniversary. Happy fifth anniversary. You're the bomb. We married like a motherfucker. We married like a mug. Not we married like a That's not the name of the podcast. Married like a mug. Good job. <laughs> I love you. I love you, too. Y'all tune in next time for episode two. Thanks for listening. Yeah, we're going to talk about these kids. Oh, my God. Y'all ready to talk about kids? All right. We'll talk to y'all next time. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>